back to another. Welcome back to another episode of Tuxedo Time, where we wear tuxedos. And it is time. Podcast, Podcast edition, edition, kitchen appliance edition. <laughs> what a random talk, talk, talk. Wow, both of us are struggling tonight. Mm-hmm. What a random topic. It is. But it will be a fun discussion because we were talking a little bit about it in the kitchen. And then we said, wait, save for the podcast because we thought maybe you guys would enjoy this little back and forth banter. But first. But um, first, if anybody's watching the video, they might notice that we are in a different setup. Correct. With legitimate microphones. Yeah. So we have a new setup here if we couldn't figure it out. My friend Patrick on Twitter posted this beautiful shot of his podcasting setup. And he had the Rodecaster Pro and the mics, basically the same setup we're using here. And it was like beautifully shot. And I was like, wow, like beautiful setup. Here's ours. And sent a picture from the last episode with our janky ass setup. And I would say within two minutes, there was an email in my inbox from Road saying like, do you guys need a hand with your podcast setup? <laughs> do you need a real podcast setup? <laughs> yeah. But you know what? 15 episodes and it worked. It did, yeah. But it was time. We knew now we were committed to the podcast and it was time to level up. And we were going to order a full setup anyway. So it just, um, it was serendipitous if, you, if that's the right word. Yeah, it was a great timing for them to reach out and uh, hook us up. So they hooked us up with four mics, four stands, cables, the Rodecaster Pro. So hopefully this sounds, it probably doesn't sound much different. I don't know, maybe it does. It's hard to hard to tell. We probably should have tested this first. Probably. We're just jumping in. Yeah. It we looks, never test anything. I know. So it, I can see it's recording and the numbers, the time code's going across the screen. So okay. I assume that I hit the record button properly. Because I have a history of not recording. <laughs> well, the record button says red. Well, we're sorry if it doesn't sound the greatest. It, it has nothing to do with road and everything to do with user error if it sounds bad. It's literally everything to do with us just pulling something out of the box and hitting record without really like changing into the settings. Yeah. Actually, I took out the big bottom for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's really weird um, recording and listening to yourself in a headset. I find it really throws me off with like talking. It's like I'm overly conscious of what I'm saying because I can hear myself and it sounds weird. Oh, really? Yeah. But on, on, a, on a separate note, did you see me lean away from the microphone to breathe? I did. <laughs> Chocolate rain. Anyway, so thank you so much, Road, for hooking us up. We really appreciate it. Feels like so legit to have a proper setup now. And truth be told, we had this exact setup on order. We did. And we canceled it. We did. <laughs> well, so it actually was very, me, it was very serendipitous. It was what they were, well, yeah, it was all back ordered, but what they sent, they sent more than what I had ordered because I wanted to get a four person podcast set up, but I just like, I, I well, just you didn't need it yet. didn't need it right now. Yeah. So. Cause you and your friends have a podcast when's food with three of your other friends. So there's four right. people in your podcast. Yeah. And eventually it'd be nice. Like when we're allowed to see people again and host people again to have people on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, OPP, other people on the podcast, other people's podcasts. Yeah, other people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm not comfortable. Well, get comfortable. Yeah. So we um, compl- wait, I gotta watch you. Okay. Um, <laughs> we completely changed the studio around. I wasn't like really digging it over by. The- I like I love the slat wall setup, but there was something about it that was like drive me nuts, and I like couldn't get the light right, and it just didn't have the right vibe for me. So I changed everything around again. Yeah. When you say we change the room, it means you change the room. Yeah. Like my vision for the podcast space. Hold on. Did you see Chocolate me burp rain. away from the mic? <laughs> um, I'm my, sure I remember the rest of that song. Chocolate rain. I don't remember it. Maybe we should have recorded it on the uh, little pre. pre uh... Oh, who's that applauding for us? Oh. Remix. <laughs> anyway, so I wanted the podcast space to feel more like um, like a living room, like loungy. Like I wanted the tech to kind of like fade into the background and the light to be more like room lit versus studio lit. And I just like couldn't get it right over there. So I moved everything over here and I'm much happier. We'll see when I edit the video. I like the setup. It looks more cozy like a living room. Yeah, totally. Despite it being a partially unfinished basement. And it feels more cozy like a living room, too. I stole the buffalo print from the hallway, and it looks so naked up there right now. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, it's literally a buffalo. A buffalo and buffalo. Technically a bison. Do you think that that was, like, foreshadowing? Like, when we went to Yellowstone, we were moving to Vancouver. I shot this photo of a bison 
in the park. Yeah, because that photo was taken in 2016 when we were on our fantastic road trip mm-hmm. from Newfoundland to Vancouver. To Vancouver. We were driving through and we swung down and said, hey, let's see Yellowstone National Park. And you took that photo. Also, funny fact is that that was pretty much the marker of the beginning of our YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it was. Episode two. I want to do a video uh, like roasting myself of like critiquing my first vlog. I wanted (laughs) to do it with you, but then I realized you're not even in it, which is like so classic to what our channel is basically. But I think I might do it. Just like roast myself, critique my own (laughs) vlog. It's so cringy. But that photo hung over our bed the entirety of Vancouver. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, oh, you're moving to Buffalo. And it was almost like foreshadowing, but... Do you remember the difference between a buffalo and a bison? Yeah, one looks like it's wearing a wig. (laughs) Looks like it's wearing a wig. That's how you said it in the video. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's the only reason why I remember it, because I remember (laughs) saying it like that (laughs) and laughing. That's a bison. Is that it's... it's, it's Penis? Yes. Sex organ? Yes. His hairy wiener is hanging down. (laughs) Like a tassel. (laughs) A little hairy ween. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Okay, so before we dive into... um, talking about what's been happening around this house and which kind of sparked the kitchen appliances discussion. You just found something on the internet before we started this podcast. And I said, shut up, save it for the podcast. But I'm really curious to hear more about it. Oh, yeah. Something juicy. Unexplained. Ew. Obelisk. Uh, in, hey, in Chris, rural Utah. obelisk. Like a monolith. Sorry, monolith. Hey, Chris, define monolith. Like a single phallic shaped tower object okay yeah utah unexplained google utah unexplained monolith and you will find the picture i'm looking for and for people who are listening to the podcast or also watching it because they're probably not seeing visuals here i'm seeing a photo of red rocks in utah like in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. in like a desert and there's a random rectangular prism that's about 10 to 12 feet tall that has a metallic, uniform, homogeneous metallic finish on it. Semi-matte finish on it. Very important. Yeah, maybe like sort of like mildly like satin finish almost. So sort of not like a perfect mirror, but just a little bit matte. Ooh, David. And it's just there in the middle of nowhere. Just like randomly like nobody put it there. Somebody just found it. Someone, so the people who found it were from a, they were doing wildlife reconnaissance and they were counting like sheep or something, literally counting sheep (laughs) (laughs) and they were flying around in a helicopter and the person who was looking, you know, spotting or whatever said, Oh my God, turn around. There's something down there. And they landed and they landed and they like had to climb down this little ridge in this like little valley in, in this like sandy floor. And they found this metal monolith. Fuck that. Just this metal structure that was erected. What, can you imagine? Hey, wait, land in this remote desert location. In the I middle think of nowhere. A, in the middle of nowhere, there's an alien object. We're going to go check it out. It's very alien looking. Like, what is it? I don't know. Anyway, so. Did they just find it, like, recently? It was breaking news an hour ago. Oh, my God. Or, like, ew, three hours ew, ago. Ew, 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 oh, I hate it. Oh, my God, I really hate it. What's wrong with it? Uh, it? Where did it come from? I don't know. That's the mystery. That's Chris, why it's so intriguing. This is not the breaking news we need at the end of 2020. I know, right? It's like, alien 2020 life, like, ends with an alien invasion we triggered because we found their ancient artifact. Right. <laughs> Just what we fucking needed. <laughs> oh, I'm actually sick to my stomach thinking about it. Really? Yeah, it freaks me out. You think it's scary? What kind of noise would it make? Stop. Stop. Maybe it would make this noise. <laughs> we had to program those buttons yeah. to so, like be dumb some dumb stuff. So there's like a, a sequ- uh, like a sequencer type thing with buttons on it for anybody who's not knowing where these noises are coming from. And you can pre-program them, but they come with pre-programmed sounds already in them, including applause and that sad trombone sound, which is excellent. I think we should leave the sad trombone right where it is. I think so too. I really want to like every time we record, put like a new set of sound effects in <laughs> just so and like surprise you with what they could be. And some of them could be like really good sound effects and other ones could be like- Bart sound effects Bart one, sound. Bart sound effects two. Oh, we need Bart 100%. sound effects three, final, final, final fart sound effects. fart one? <laughs> what juicy fart number 343? Uh, monolith one. Ew. Okay. Anyway, so I don't know what it's from, but there are apparently- when they got close to it, yeah, they could see like there. It was like sheet metal with screws in it. 
Okay. So like somebody built it. It didn't seem so otherworldly when I heard that detail. Yeah. But I don't know. Someone put it there. Someone had to put it there. I wonder if it was like somebody's like random art project or something. That's what the person was saying. They were like, I'm pretty sure this is some like new wave art project or something. But the question is like, how did it get there? Because it's apparently, they said like it's in the middle of nowhere and they didn't want to tell anyone where it was because if people go look for it and they get in trouble and like if they need search and rescue, it's like real off the beaten path. Right. Maybe rural. it was like somebody who has a helicopter and they were like, who let's. That's a very small niche of yeah. people. However, I will say that that is the stomping grounds for a lot of the helicopter pilots uh, like York Galland. Uh, I fly heli mm-hmm. um, on Instagram. He fl- he frequents the Bureau of Land Management lands out there, which I'm pretty sure that's where it is. Yeah. Like all the government owned land there. And uh, <gasps> maybe it's like some secret government thing. Maybe. Maybe it's Aryans. Okay. Anyway, so one well, of, one, I, one of the other helicopter guys that I follow, he said, York, is this you? This was definitely you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting freaked out. Can we change the subject? Okay, change the subject. I'm getting really freaked out. So, ugh, my brain. I hate my brain so much. Um, <laughs> to, what day is it? And so, okay, it's been basically three weeks since we uploaded because we were waiting on this and then it was missing cables and then we had to order cables or I had to go out and then something else was And we took a week off to renovate our, our bathroom. Which we didn't get that far. No. <laughs> we, we were, were like, so ambitious. We were like, by the end of the week, we're going to be tiling. We had the nope. we had the all the order from Schluter, all the like the waterproofing membranes and all the curdy board and everything ordered yeah. to do the custom shower built in. And we had the rough in. We had all the plumbing stuff. And then we had this grand plan of finishing the renovation from start to finish in one week. We, to keep in mind... We've done renovations before. We have never done a bathroom before. Never done plumbing. Never done a shower. True. True. We've tiled once. We tiled a floor one time. True. <laughs> yeah. So this is a little bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> and by the way, by the way, when we started on a Friday, we didn't even have our faucets or anything, which you need the rough in for the faucet in order to. Even like, for the shower rough for in. For the shower. Yeah. The shower yeah. rough in, in order to like. You can't close the wall up without the shower. Exactly. <laughs> and really, it was like Friday. And like months ago, we, we knew this months ago. We were like, we're going to be ready. We're going to have everything in the but garage. But we just didn't order it for some reason. We didn't order anything. Yeah. But with that said, we also said we we're going to have the demolition done before that week of vacation that I had. We did not. And we didn't even started until like Friday night. Yeah. But we got the demo done quick. Like when we were like tonight, we're going to be like done. Floor is going to be up. Wallpaper is going to be off. Like we were on schedule for like the first couple of days yeah but we, we started really trying off. to take the floor up oh my god and we we're like okay tiles we had a crowbar and a hammer <laughs> well when i looked up like how to take out ceramic tiles people were like oh a crowbar should do it but like i guess that's for people who like don't install them properly and they just are, like come up <laughs> yeah they did not come up oh my god they were there was 100 percent mortar coverage like this was a it was a, a really proper good job. install this house was very well built yeah it I was like say. the carpet installation yeah. yeah, we were moving carpet from the basement and it was glued to all Jesus, but it was glued so well. It made our job very hard to get the carpet up and we still have so much to pull up in other rooms. Yeah, but it makes me feel really good about the quality of this house because no one's owned this house before us. Well, right. one person. Sorry. Yeah. The original owners were the builders. Were the builders. Yeah. We bought it off them. They did a very good job and that makes me feel very good about everything. Right. But with that said, I did find a 20 amp breaker that had a uh, 14 gauge Romex into it, which is not code. You're supposed to have 12 gauge wire going to a 20 amp breaker. Ew, okay. Yeah, so that was the, that's the one thing that I found that was overlooked. That's sketchy. Anyway, so I swapped it out for a 15 amp breaker and all is harmonious all is- in the universe. Great, thank you. And the house is not burned down. No, not yet. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, we got the demolition done and we, we got a, the rotary hammer. That was key. Oh my God, yeah. Basically just like... <laughs> it's just basically a poking drill. That's a great way to describe it, actually. It did it. Like, wah, 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 wah. It was wicked. Like, hauled up the floor yeah. wicked quick. It's like we, a jackhammer mated with a drill. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It made quick work of it. But the demo went quick because we demoed before, but then we were like, wait, how do you build a shower? And, like, five hours later after, like, reading documents and Googling and watching, like, 20, videos. Oh, man. Tile Coach. Tile Coach, man. So good on YouTube. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All the info. Yeah. We've been documenting everything on our Instagram stories at Becky and Chris. If you guys want to follow, we're still working on the bathroom, so we'll be still posting. But we're also documenting everything for our home renovation series, which is launching in January. Which 
we'll share more about later when it's when we have the exact date and when we know, but it's coming along. And <laughs> of course, it's gonna be like March if it's anything like the actual timeline of this renovation. Oh my god! No, my goal is to have it up by January. We're pretty much like besides the bathroom, the other rooms are like almost done. There's like two or three things left to them. <laughs> we ran, we got to ninety percent in every room. Every room in record time, and then the and last ten percent. We mean like the other two that we did. We did right. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, you fell through the ceiling a couple of nights ago. I didn't fall through the ceiling. No. It was like I put pressure on the ceiling and cracked the drywall. You tripped and put your foot through the ceiling. And I slipped off. My foot slipped off a, a ceiling. Um, Joist. A um, rafter. Yeah. Yeah. By the end of the week, we had the demo done, the shower, roughing, and everything installed, and the curdy up, and that was it. And then we've just been. Well, like, we had it waterproof too, didn't we? Uh. We had the curdy up, and then we had the uh, curdy band to cover up all the screw holes and That's do right. all like the seams. Yeah, with, so it was yeah. all waterproofed. And then we did last weekend. We started tiling, but we couldn't start tiling. Well, we had all sorts of freaking issues trying because we were like, this weekend we're going to be tiled, and then we're like, well, we're going to paint first. So we start painting, and then we realize, oh, well, we can't paint the ceiling until we switch out the fan, and we start we switch out the fan, and then oh, it was yeah, the we, wrong size. Because we had a fan bought. Yeah, because yeah, we had a, a new replacement fan bought with fancy little LED colored lights on it. Mm-hmm. Assuming that going from a new tone fan to a new tone fan would have a similar like rough-in style, yeah, no. and you could swap one for the other, but the hole was a Completely lot. different. Yeah, and the hole was bigger on the old fan than the small fan, so it wasn't like we could just cut a bigger hole and mm-hmm. install it. We actually had to cover up the hole, replaster it, and then make a new hole for the new fan, which is, yeah, yeah just behind a little bit. Yeah. Remind me, I need to skim coat that again tonight. Okay. And the where you fell through the ceiling, too. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, fucky. I'm going to put that as a sound effect on the panel. <laughs> well, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Should be another one. Um, a bunch of your sound effects. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> a few farts and everything. Um. Yeah, so t- during the bathroom reno, I decided that I was going to do a makeover on the pantry. <laughs> because why not? Why You can't just rent a one room. You got to do two. Well, you know, you just have to put a coat of paint on it. Swap out some light fixtures. Yeah, gut the whole organize thing, clean whole everything, thing. organize it. Gutting and organizing was most of the work. Yeah, it was. And painting. I mean, painting wasn't too difficult. It's a quite a small room, but um, it's great now. It's so clean and... Um, if you want to check that video out, it's in the show notes, beckyandchris.com slash podcast episode, what is it, 16? Um, but yeah, it kind of sparked a conversation, doing the pantry, taking everything out, going through everything on kitchen appliances, but like not like the stove, the fridge, the dishwasher, like the fucking avocado slicer. <laughs> All these niche, niche single-use appliances yeah. or accessories, if you will. Yeah, and like do they even actually make a difference like do you actually use them kitchen edc kitchen <laughs> kitchen accessories <laughs> kitchen men's accessories kitchen men's accessories <laughs> um so we have a, a list of of these um kitchen edc items so the like to, to preface this it's i remember like when we were in canada mm-hmm. and we got our first house in 2011 we lived in that house from 2011 till like 2016 so we had five solid years yeah of and, accruing stuff yeah when we moved in we were like it was our first house we were like we need everything right and we got every niche king product yeah and then when we moved to vancouver like, and our drawers were blocked blocked and when we moved to vancouver we were like shag that we're not getting any of it well, we lived in f- less than 500 square feet less so, than 400 square feet really yeah was it was 411 square feet wasn't it, with the patio okay so i remember going to ikea when we first moved in and trying we had to buy um all this, the flatware stuff yeah because we didn't move any of that stuff with us yeah we were only going to be there for and we year. bought was it f- two bowls or four bowls but a set of four four bowls four plates Four forks, four knives, four spoons. And that's all we had. Yeah. And four cups and four mugs. We didn't have a toaster. Nope. We didn't have a kettle. Nope. We had maybe a bare bones pot and pan set. I think we had like one. We had uh, two pots, a big one for pasta and a smaller one. For what? Pasta. It's not a, pasta. It's a, not uh, pay wrong. Double. We should there. put the buzzer sound effect from uh, grown ups in there. <laughs> <laughs> Coach buzzer. <laughs> Um, 
Yeah, we had two pots, and we were like, we'll get one grilling frying pan, and that's the only pan we had. Right. It was nice one? because we, we, we stripped down. We did. We went ultra minimalist. Toast was made on a pan on the stovetop. Yep. Water was boiled in a pot, and it was fantastic. But you know what never piled up? What? Dishes. You're right. We never had a pile of dishes on the counter That's because right. we did not own dishes. And we barely cooked when we lived in That's true, too. We ate a lot of sushi and a lot of ramen. Yeah, we ate a lot. Mm. But now, then we moved to Buffalo, and then we our stuff didn't come, so we had to go to Target and get two bowls, two plates, <laughs> two whatever, and then all of our stuff came, and then suddenly we had all this mis- mismatched stuff, and then we didn't have the right size cups, and then we needed frying pan and whatever, and we only recently got a toaster, and we barely use it because... Quite honestly, toast is better on the stove than it is in a toaster. But we'll talk about that shortly. So, yeah, we've kind of, we've sprung back a bit, but we still, uh, we still had all of our crap in Canada, all the extra superfluous stuff that we never really used all that much. Mm -hmm. And now we're sort of like somewhere in the middle. Yeah. So there's stuff that we think is total BS, but there's also stuff that actually is fairly useful. Um, That's because we cook now. And there are like things that I have found like, oh, I need this weird accessory, but I use this weird accessory a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because, like, I remember when your mom came to visit us. I can't remember if it was Vancouver. I think it was. And she was like, I want to cook for you guys. Like, how well stocked is your kitchen? And I was like, uh, I have one pan. She was like, oh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll go out to eat. It's <laughs> <laughs> probably a good idea. Did she mean equipment-wise or food-wise? Both. I think. Because also we didn't have any food either. No, we didn't. It was like well, I mean, we could have gone to the grocery store, but I told her we had one pan and she was like, uh, what? <laughs> but yeah, so now we're a little bit more stocked. We, we've done our first house. We know what's gimmicks and what's not gimmicks and what we like and what we don't like. You've gotten into cooking since the pandemic hit? Yep. It's been interesting. I feel like I'm ordering stuff from the internet every week for the kitchen. <laughs> I bought a proper set of frying pans. Changed my life. What, what kind are they? I'm a scat pan. Scat pan. We need a button for that. I know. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, scat pan. Scat, wait, is that what it's called? Scan pan. It's not called scan pan. <laughs> scan pan. Apparently, Gordon Ramsay likes them, according to my research. Oh, so. you got influenced. I did. They're great pans. So, three frying pans now, which is great. But, like, I've been watching Sam the Cooking Guy, and he's like, you need this specific instant read meat thermometer. Uh, you, you need got, this garlic you press. You got influenced. You need, I did. But you know what? All of the things that I bought because of him have, like, changed the game. Like, I use them constantly. Like, a meat thermometer. Did you use his affiliate links? Yes. Oh, my God, yes. Of course. <laughs> got to support my guy. He has no idea who I am, but... You know, Canadian. he's my, one of my favorite YouTube. You guys are homies because you're Canadian. Yeah, he has <laughs> one-sided homies because I watch it. Yeah. Isn't that the internet now? Yes. Now, though? Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's and all about being one-sided homies one-si- with people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hello to all my one-sided homies. <laughs> yeah, you're like watching and you're like, I'm watching my, I'm hanging out with my best friend. And you're just like him on the TV and in the living room by yourself. He's on more often than not when I come home from work. I love watching him. I find his videos... A, they're fucking hilarious because he swears and he makes inappropriate jokes. And I like the relationship that he has with his kid, mm-hmm. like behind the camera, his kid like films. But his recipes are like good and they're not fussy. Do you imagine if your dad was a YouTuber and you were chirping them from behind the camera? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing, actually. <laughs> yeah, they're re- it's funny. And he's funny. He swears a lot. So uh, I like watching his channel. I find it relaxing. I find it entertaining. And um, it's consistent. Like, you know, the intro is the same. The music is similar. The editing style is similar, like, throughout. So I know what I'm getting, and it's just, like, comfy to watch. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he has, like, a bunch of, like, things. Like, a, a pan with, like, a grill, like, um, a rack that goes on top of it. I've always avoided getting something like that. And I use it. I, I've had it for, like, probably a month, and I've used it a few times already. Um, and, like, a, I bought a, a meat thermometer that goes in the meat that goes in the oven. But, like, a digital read one that, like, I think it sets an alarm, like, once your meat hits a certain temperature, I'm going to use that on Thursday when we cook our turkey legs. <laughs> I'm excited. There you go. Yeah. All right. Kitchen appliance list. Okay. Do you want me to break it out? Yes. Hang on. I, I need a sip. One sec. Hold on. I can pause it. No, no, no. It's fine. Because you might, you might forget to turn it back on. <laughs> turn you back on, fish fingers. <sighs> Yeah, I cook tuna for supper. Man, fish <laughs> smell don't go off your fingers at all. Like, don't matter how <laughs> much. Gross. You, so, like, fingers smell like. Old, smell them. Come here. Smell my finger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
gimmicks versus what you can't live without a list by a Becky list. and Chris. <laughs> name of the podcast. Yeah, name, name of the podcast. Your sex ed. Yeah, Tuxedo <laughs> Time, um, special edition of Tuxedo Time, kitchen appliance edition. K- kitchen gadgets you can't live without, name of your sex type. <laughs> okay, I have a full list. We're going to name them off and okay. then we will discuss. All right, go. Avocado slicer. Bullshit. Wait, are we discussing or are we going to list them? So we're going to name them all off. No, no, we're going to go one at a time. Oh, okay, and, okay. And that's, I was going to say that makes we're more sense. Discuss. Okay. Yeah. Av- avocado slicer. Bullshit. Superfluous. Just use a knife and a spoon by. Who cares? Like, yeah. you don't need that in your. So, room. one of my favorite techniques for that is what I saw some guy at some restaurant in California we went out years ago mm-hmm. do where he cuts a grid yes. in the avocado. Mm hmm. Horizontal, vertical, makes a grid so they're cubes and then just squeezes the half of the avocado and they all just pop out and they're, they're already cubed. It's already cubed avocado. Yeah. Super convenient. Yeah. Another one is if they're ripe enough, just put vertical lines in it and then just scoop it with a spoon. Spoon. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I guess that's technically what the avocado slicer does. It's like a fan shape. Yeah. And then you can scoop it out. They use it a lot at the salad place I like to go to. Mm-hmm. And like, I get it. Maybe if you're using it like a lot and you don't want to like risk cutting your fingers, like by slicing it, if you're cutting avocados all day long, I get it. But like if you're cutting a half an avocado every day or every second day. Shag Seems it. kind of excessive to have one utensil, one utensil to do that one, one job yeah. when you probably not even gonna find you're not even gonna be able to find it half the time. And then you're looking for it when you could have easily just taken a knife out of the drawer, cut it, sliced it, and then scooped it, or sliced it and then squeezed it with the cubes. Okay, yeah. next. Next thing on the list. I'm still getting used to this mic, by the way. Okay. So sorry if I'm like going in and out. Uh, okay. The next okay, wait, I'm gonna check that off the list. Okay. Because I have a checklist made. <laughs> uh the next thing on the list is the sto- the soda stream. Soda stream. Okay. Well, ah, uh, well. E- excessive. Yes. Excessive. We have. You bought one of the, you bought it even, you bought an expensive one too, I didn't did, you? I you did. bought the one that looked nice and is, I, is excessive. I couldn't handle, like I wanted to, okay, so here's my story. This is my excuse. Over the summer, I decided I wanted to learn how to make mocktails. Chris and I don't drink. When we used to go out pre-COVID, mocktails were a thing we used to enjoy. And when that got taken away from us, I decided, you know what? I'm going to try to make mocktails. So I bought some stuff to make mocktails with. And we were using so much fizzy water. I said, shag it. I'm going to buy a soda stream. And then when I looked at them, I was like, uh, no, <laughs> no. So then I found this beautiful one off Crate and Barrel. You said no because you it's didn't ugly. Like, like the way it looks. Yes. Like, if you're hiding it away, fine, but I didn't want to hide it away. And we had this, like, so our kitchen is kind of like a kitchen part, and then there's, like, a coffee nook. I call it a coffee nook. I think it's more of, like, a breakfast nook or a bar area, which eventually, when we renovate the kitchen, is going to be, like, my full beverage area for making coffee, mocktails, whatever. We're going to have a sink, fridge. So I decided to buy this $200 matte black soda of course you did of course you did it is gorgeous don't lie it's beautiful i mean it's nice looking for a soda i mean if it's gonna sit on the countertop better look pretty match your brand it looks pretty so we used it a lot actually over the summer we had like a full thing of fizzy water and then the summer how many times do you think we used it we used a full cat carton of gas so far how many times do you think roughly that is um i'd say we probably use it like 15 times 15 times? Or more, yeah. Okay, so that's roughly... <laughs> Listen, we're not <laughs> done using it. It didn't go in the garbage, like 200 bucks. 200 bucks? So. <laughs> but it's not over yet. So basically, it's like $12 per use. <laughs> Mocktail is $12. Oh, uh, touche, motherfucker! Yeah, a bu- <laughs> that is a programmable thing. <laughs> except, except the fizzy water bottles are like... 50 cents a thing. <laughs> okay, but we're, but listen, it's environmentally friendly because we're using less plastic, less cans. Is it? Well, is it? I don't know. You you can re we What's can the s- carbon footprint for one of those metal cylinders? You can get them refilled. I'm did, pretty sure. Did you refill it? I haven't emptied it yet. But you can bring them back to Target. Anyway, listen, <laughs> we haven't used it in a few months, but when the summer comes around, we'll probably start making mocktails again and be using it. And when we're allowed to have people over again and we start entertaining, we'll be using it. People right. like fizzy water. So right. Shut the fuck up. 
It's a good it's a good appliance. It was worth two hundred dollars. Even just to look at it, it's beautiful. Shut up. All right. If you think it was worth it. It was worth it. I think we're we have we're discordant on this one. You don't think it was worth it? Uh no. Not okay. for fifteen uses. <laughs> we're not done with it yet. It's not fifteen uses and over. Uh <laughs> good lord. Uh, do you like the mocktails though? They're good, yeah. Yeah. I bought a bunch of syrups too. Excessive. Okay, the next, uh, this one, the next two, okay, the next one is an espresso maker, or espresso machine. Are you going first, or you want me to tell? Well, I know your answer. Do you know my answer? Actually, I don't know. Okay. You go first. My answer is, I think it was worth it. it. Yes. Yeah, because you actually use it. I do. And that, I thought, was going to be a purchase that you bought. And then ended up using like three times and then yeah. never using it again. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of one of those things where you move, we moved to Buffalo and you're like, I want this to, cause I'm living in an apartment, which is very far away from any coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to make my own coffee without having to walk 20 minutes away. Correct. Or drive. So when we moved to Buffalo, public is like a seven minute drive, but we only have one car and Chris took it to work every day. And it wasn't easy for me to walk to the coffee shop. It was like you had to walk like around a highway. It was just awkward. And it was far. It was like 30 minutes, uh, which isn't that far. But um, in the dead ass of winter, that. Um, See, so yeah, I bought it. It's the Breville Barista Express. People ask me what it is all the time. So that's what it is. Um, it was about, what was it, like six or $700 or was it 800 bucks? I feel like No, I feel like it was on sale. Cause we got it at Macy's and it was on sale like and then they're like, Hey, apply for a credit card and right. you get like 20% off. And normally I don't, I think it's so stupid applying for a credit card for like a single one-time discount. Yeah. But in this case, all of our, our credit was non-existent. So anytime we applied for anything, it would just get rejected. Yeah. So I didn't have to worry about a credit card showing up because I knew it was going to be rejected. Right. 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 <laughs> I mean, it probably hurt my credit score at the beginning because of that, but yeah, probably whatever anyway. Yeah. So anyway, that was a hundred percent worth it. Cause like last going off in Vancouver, I was having like five coffee, four or five coffees a week from Starbucks and I couldn't afford it, but I didn't have coffee maker and I needed coffee, which was so stupid. Like, don't do that. So I was <laughs> That's like, not a very fiscally smart. No, it do. was terrible. Um, That's why we ran out of money at the end of Vancouver. No, it wasn't shot. Because you ate too many, you had too much avocado toast and drank too many lattes. Pretty sure it was the helicopter <laughs> license <laughs> that did that to us. <laughs> anyway, it was worth it. I'm going to mute you here. Look, I can Hey, shut you. up. Stop. Stop. You've been telling me to shut up. I'm going to just gonna mute you. Goodbye, Peckham. Stop. Goodbye. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> you're gone. Anyway, it was worth it, yes. Um, three years later, still works great. Still... <laughs> Choked on my own spit. Got nope. bones in it. <coughs> Got bones in it. Oh, <laughs> shit. <gasps> <laughs> I used it every single day. Mm. Every day. Yep. And you are coming around to coffee, but you like the steamer, right? The ste- There's a built-in yeah. steamer. Y- you think Cleveland that- steamer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you think that the steamer could be stronger. The wand isn't that strong, is mm-hmm. it? Mm-mm. Steamer could definitely be stronger. It takes a long time to steam milk. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's too long. Gotcha. Yeah. And it's just like, I feel like it's harder to get like a consistently good froth. All right. So we're concordant on this one. Yeah. Okay. So the next one is kind of related. Um, the next one. So we'll check that one off. The next one is coffee grinder. This is you, you f- control. Coffee grinder when you already have one built into your espresso machine. <laughs> yes, that is mine. You already know what my answer is going to be on because this Because you don't drink coffee. You already got a grinder, Peckham. It comes built into the coffee maker. It's different. Listen, my espresso machine is dialed in for espresso. And if I want to make an AeroPress coffee or if I want to grind beans for my shitty little coffee, instant coffee maker thing... I'm not about to undial my espresso machine and f- that shit up. Isn't it literally a crank? You just turn it to a setting? No. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> it. But it just shags everything up. So I just have a separate one that I don't have to worry about shagging it up. And if I want to do an espresso for a guest at one time and an AeroPress for me. I Superfluous. Worth it. Discordant again. <sighs> All I can do is shake my head. What's the next one? I don't know. I'm trying to unlock my phone. I ha- I miss fi- uh, finger touch. I know. Face ID was the, the worst. worst 
invention, especially now in a day and age where we wear masks. Oh my God, it's awful. But you know what? Now everybody feels Mask. my pain. Yeah. Because this is always what it's like wearing a, when I wear a mask at work, which I've been doing since the beginning of time. Can I, can I just? Nobody else felt that pain until now. I have one thing to say about mask wearing. Yes. People make such a big deal out of it. Like you can't even tell when you have it on. Like I don't understand why people say like it it stops them from breathing because it's it's a literally makes zero difference. Correct. Like I was wearing a surgical mask at the store mm-hmm. and f- forgot I was wearing it. Yes. It's Okay, we're going to move on before I have a rage blackout. Um salad spinner. <laughs> um I thought this was the dumbest shit ever. For the longest time, until I bought one. I did too, actually. And when you bought one, I was like, why did you buy that? That's such a gimmick. I know. Well, here's the thing. I was buying at the grocery store because now with the pandemic, I try to go to the grocery store as little as possible. So I buy like a shitload of stuff. So I was buying the romaine lettuce (laughs) that was like the three lettuces in one. Mm -hmm. Now I'm right scared to do it because there's always recalls on the lettuce and that. (laughs) Why is it always that lettuce? Always romaine. Why does it have to be my favorite lettuce is always the one that's making people burf. I don't know. Frightens the shit out of me. Because you have a phobia of vomiting. Yes. But also like listeria, go away. On a scale of one to vomiting, how afraid of that obelisk were you? Uh, Can we just not? The monolith. It's a different fear. Interesting. Ew, I'm getting it. Okay. I can't go there. <laughs> Salad spinner. So I buy the three heads of romaine lettuce. Mm-hmm. Romaine. 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 Romaine, what's that funky smell? <laughs> And uh, when I come home with my groceries, I sanitize everything with the wipes, clean all the vegetables. I wash everything right away. Uh, So I'm washing multiple heads of lettuce and using so many paper towels to try to dry them out. Because if the lettuce just sits there wet, it gets kind of gross. So I was like disgusted by how many paper towels I was using. So I bought a salad spinner because I remember your mom had one. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. It works. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a pretty neat little object. Yeah. I I think initially I was not a believer, but now I am. Yeah, because you dried cilantro in it. I did. Yeah. I dried bok choy in it the other day. Mm-hmm. Great. Did a great job. Put you in it and dry you off. Your face. <laughs> it's a cumbersome utensil for the kitchen, especially if you don't have a lot of space. I can't it takes imagine, up space. Yes, I can't imagine having it in either of the apartments that we lived in. And it's kind of a pain to get all the bits out of the holes. Yeah, well, you know what? I took it out of the f- the cupboard the other day, and it had like a funky smell. I don't know if it like got washed with like a weird thing, or if the lid got put on it when it was wet. Ew! I was like, so I had to wash it again, and it's like three pieces, and one of them is just like really awkward. Yeah. But in practice, it is great. In washing, it's terrible. Okay, next item. Uh, a mini vacuum. <laughs> what I like to call a countertop vacuum. So, yeah. So so a uh, a dust buster or a dirt devil. Yeah. Whatever they call them. Like a little handheld vacuum. I have like a shark brand one. Okay. Yeah. The baby shark. <laughs> baby, baby shark. <laughs> Sorry for everybody who just got that stuck in their head for yeah. the rest of the day. Um, yeah, I'm a believer in that. I think that's very handy. I am such a believer in that. I have water all over my face. I'm such a believer in the mini handheld vacuum mm-hmm. that I bought two. <laughs> two? Yes. I have one... For the countertop upstairs for my coffee station because mm-hmm. it's just wicked easy just to like. Except your coffee station is still always filthy with coffee grinds everywhere. It's because I make so many coffees every day that it's just <laughs> always messy. I bought one specifically for down here because this velvet couch is a magnet for hairs mm, and yeah. dirt and dust. And it has like an upholstery attachment. And it's just so much easier just to take out the handheld vacuum and vacuum off the couch before shooting a video mm-hmm. than going upstairs, getting the big vacuum, taking the stick off, putting the different attachment on, bringing it, bringing it down, trying to find a plug. But every plug is taken by lights. So I have to unplug <laughs> lights and then it's not long enough and it's just this huge hassle. So I bought a second one and it's great. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. Okay, thank you. Uh, the next item on the list is a toaster. Toaster. Excessive. Agreed. Mm. I, nobody needs a toaster. Toaster's the biggest sham I've ever seen. The only use for a toaster is like for a toaster strudel, because I haven't been successful in cooking a toaster strudel on the stovetop. And a toaster is such a widespread object in people's kitchens. It's like a standard appliance. Everybody has a toaster. Right. I make a piece of toast on a frying pan or a griddle pan, 
It will change your life. You'll never put toast in the toaster again. It's probably more efficient to use the toaster. Probably. High heat pan, a little bit of Probably takes more energy oil. to heat the pan up. Do you more. think with a gas stove? I don't know. Maybe. It just tastes better. I'm all about, like, if it tastes better and it's more enjoyable, I'm going to do it. We had, like, a toasting cabinet in our last house. Like, we that's did. how, like, we were, like, toasting. We had a cabinet dedicated to a toaster. Yeah. It was pretty cool, though, because it had a plug in it. Yeah, it was cool. It, it had was the toaster. Always had crumbs in it, though. And then, yeah, but the thing folded down, which mm-hmm. made a work surface, and then you could just close it up and put it away. Yeah. But, yeah, it had crumbs in it, but you could have put in a miniature vacuum in that same cabinet. You're right. You're right. You could have had it charging. Mm-hmm. We used to use that a lot because you used to eat a lot of toast because your grandmother would send over like a loaf of homemade bread. Oh, yeah. So you'd have like the cinnamon sugar toast or the... Mm-hmm. I don't think we were eating avocado toast at that point. I don't think we could afford avocados when we lived there. <laughs> okay. The next item on the list is something that we have in this house that we've had for the first time ever. That is probably... But not the first time. I know I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Not the first time I've had it because I grew up with one. Yes. And if you ever get the chance to add this to your kitchen, you're renovating, add it and thank me later. A on hot, demand, hot water. Hot water on demand, tap. Tap. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is a very 90s thing. Yeah, but do you know what? I think it, they fell out of favor. I think they did, but I saw um, Lucy and Jono add one to their kitchen renovation. Very modern looking, the new ones. Mm-hmm. On demand, hot water because they drink a lot of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I, th- I feel like they're coming back. Like I, f- I do feel like they're 90s because they kind of come along with like the gerberators. What are they called here? Insincorators? Called um, garburators in Canada. I call them garburator. Yeah, I think they call it. I think they're technically called a garbage disposal. Yeah, but those are trade names. Garburators a trade name. Insincorators a trade name. Yeah. So the hot, on-demand hot water faucet is like I feel like a part of that setup. Mm-hmm. But I don't think garburators fell out of favor like those did. Because when no, I was, I don't think so. I was a kid, like you know, in my, I mean, fr- I lived in Texas from ages like six till 14 ish mm-hmm. and we had one when we were there yeah and that was in the 90s on demand tea filling up the hot water like the kettle and like bringing it up to a hotter temperature but like it's so much quicker filling up a pot and then boiling it for pasta takes literally two minutes oh yeah because especially if you're if you're wanting to boil water on the stove yeah i'll use the hot the, the on-demand hot water the, the on-demand hot water which is near boiling anyway yeah and it's only like it's almost instantaneous that it boils as soon as you turn the heat on on the stove. Yeah. It's like super hot water, but it's not like bubbling when it comes out. It's right. like near hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely would have, definitely would recommend. 10 out of 10. Would do it again. Okay, we have two more things on the list. I'm reading it through the pop screen. Built-in griddle on your stove. Can you feel the tingles? No. Let me know the noises. When, you're, when your noise goes so low, it just like cuts your sound. That's because of the <laughs> okay, when, so when I touch the microphone, dirty Sanchez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the built-in griddle. Tuna fingers. Stop. <laughs> That's you. It's not me. <laughs> I know. I have a really itchy nose, like right inside. Every time I itch my nose, it's all I can smell. Tuna. <laughs> and I wash my hands like three times. I put moisturizer on. It's just embedded. You're sick. Your face is sick. Okay, built-in griddle. Built-in griddle. Definitely can't live without it anymore. Okay, so let's describe that a little bit for maybe somebody who has like a, a normal okay, so not we, gas stove. Yeah, so, well, I mean, we, we had electric stoves all the way through, didn't we? Yeah, we've never had. This is the first time. Well, besides our apartment, our last apartment in Buffalo, R- right. All of our places yeah. in Canada. Every, the I feel like in, in the U.S., natural gas is a lot more commonplace yeah. than electric appliances. Yes. So down here, we've had natural gas since we moved to Buffalo. And we had natural gas in Texas as well. Mm-hmm. And you had natural gas, actually, most except for your mom's latest house. You we had-, had natural gas in Canada only because mom got so used to using a gas stove in, in the U.S. that she was like, I have to have a gas stove right. in Canada. It changes the cooking experience. Yeah, it's it different. It really does. Yeah. It is different. Yeah. But in the middle of our, so our, our stove is set up so it has a standard four burners, two in the front, two in the back. But in the middle, there's a metal griddle, like a plat, like a, I don't know, a cook surface. Cook surface. Yeah, yeah it's like a flat An cook integrated built-in flat cook surface. Yeah. And uh, you didn't initially use it. You were kind of grossed out by it initially. I was. I did not like it. You didn't like the idea of just kind of scraping it and then leaving it 
like yeah. not actually like scrubbing it like you would a pot or a pan. Yeah, but I've I've changed my mind about that now that I have like a cast iron pan. Yes. And that I've been cooking. I've been mm-hmm. learning. Now it's been seasoned. But man, it is some f-ing dirty though. Like the whole stove, like now that we've been cooking, is rotten. Yeah, I mean it's clean. Like it heats up and oh yeah, kills yeah, any yeah. bacteria. So it's not oh, like it, it's not like it's dirty in that sense. No, but it's, it's just, just like you know stained. Yeah. Charred. Seasoned. Seasoned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a game changer. I'll never have seasoned like your tuna fingers. Oh, stop it. <laughs> your obelisks of tuna. Stop it. <laughs> your tuna monoliths. <laughs> <laughs> Standing erect in the desert. <laughs> I feel like that's the name of this episode. <laughs> Tuna monolith standing erect in the desert. <laughs> name your sex tape. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> okay, so we have one more. But I will say I'm never going to have another. So it was game changing. You yes. didn't you didn't use it first. I was like obsessed with using it and I, oh, to yes. the point where I even bought those like um hibachi hibachi like, style like Benihana Benihana style like it's so stupid. I love it. And for like a full week, I was trying to flip stuff into the air and make a complete mess of our kitchen. Jeez, yeah, you used to cook. What happened to that? Uh, you got better at it and I just started doing it. Man, those like things that you bought, those Benihana, what are they called? Like flap, I have no flappers, idea. flippers. They're shaped like this. Yeah, <laughs> people listening can't see. They're basically like long, wide flippers. Spatulas. That's exactly what they are. Yeah. But they're wicked. Like you got a bunch of onions on the grill. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're making you... onion mountain. Yeah. You're making onion monoliths. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next on the list. Okay. Put steaks on there mm-hmm. and tuna on there. Oh, yeah. And anything chicken, onions, pancakes. Okay. Built in griddle. The last, the last <laughs> thing on the list niche, niche kitchen appliance, okay. kitchen product. <laughs> mini egg frying pan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Jesus. The mini egg frying pan for anybody who's not seen it is exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It's a frying pan. The shape it's a miniature novelty size frying pan for eggs, big enough to fit one, one egg, egg, but it cooks it into a perfect size disc yeah. with a little bit of depth to it. Yeah. Similar to what you'd find on like an egg McMuffin breakfast sandwich. Impossible to use, like great in theory, terrible in practice. To but f- it comes with the, it comes with the, the mini, mini spatula. spatula. <laughs> right. So, but the, the mini spatula is great for lifting the sides of the egg, uh-huh. but not big enough to flip the egg. Do you need to flip it though? Well, yeah, you got to flip it and cook the other side unless you're doing slow up. and low. Sunny side up. I suppose. I guess the only time I've ever used, like, if I'm going to do a sunny side up egg, I'm using a frying pan. Right. The only time I'm using the specialty mini egg frying pan is when I'm breaking the yolk and making a breakfast sandwich where I need a circle. Right. You want it to be cons- confined to the same size as a breakfast sandwich, like a biscuit. Yeah. I don't like the idea of, like, or eating muffin. a circular egg with a runny yolk, like, just on its own. Like, it should be, like, an organic flat. egg shape. Like a flat egg shape. Yeah. Like in a pan. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. But, so so when you're trying to flip over it, because you're trying to cook it through to put on your, because nobody likes an egg lube sandwich, like you want to have it cooked through, right? So you're, you I got like this. my yolks runny. You got this mini frying pan with this mini ass spatula. You're mm-hmm. trying to flip this Jesus egg, but the mini spatula don't even come halfway over the egg. And then you're trying to flip it. And it's this big thing. We used to have... <laughs> But See, I never had one of those before until I moved in with you. Okay, so we had... Somehow one showed up at our house one time. Yeah, I think I bought one. So we had one when I lived at home with my parents, mm-hmm. and my dad hated it <laughs> so much that one day he got so pissed off using it, he threw the whole works in the garbage. Wait, he used it? Or oh, he, he just I saw think he was it trying it to use off. it, and it, it pissed him off because it, like, f***ed up his egg or something. <laughs> and he was like, this and threw it away the spat the mini spatula and everything like the <laughs> did mini- your sister use that all the time oh though? yeah she used it all the time but he got pissed off and threw it away did she like miss she's like hey where's my egg spatula I think they ended up getting, egg? getting another one afterwards <laughs> we don't have one in this house but what we do have are these like they're like made for eggs they're basically the same concept but you use a larger pan so you just like put a little bit of olive oil or whatever on the outside put it in the pan crack your egg inside of it and then when the egg is cooked you can like peel off the outside and it keeps this perfect circle shape so you can do like multiple oh, it's like of one them of those like what is that made of like it's like a basically a cookie cutter for eggs neoprene or like what's that star silicone fruit? silicone yeah it's like yeah. a silicone disc uh, disc like band yeah and you just put it down and then pour it and it has like a little height to it and you just basically crack the egg into it and it keeps it like circular yeah far superior 
than the mini egg frying pan. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because you can do like a couple in the pan at once. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it useful. Makes it, so like I'll do that with mine and then I'll put my cheese melter on top. But it's still heavy. <laughs> oh, my God, cheese melter. We need to talk about that one. Okay. The bonus, the bonus kitchen. The bonus kitchen appliance. Yeah. It's more so a kitchen accessory now. Completely unnecessary. No. Oh my God. It's so necessary. Describe, describe to the people. It's basically a bowl with a handle on it. Uh huh. So when you're doing an egg with uh-huh. cheese on it, or you're doing like a pile of chicken with cheese uh-huh. and you're trying to it's melt the cheese. the 60th time you've hit your microphone, by the way, Sorry. if you tuna fingers. I'm not used <laughs> Listen, don't be surprised if you wake up in the middle of the I night that with tuna monoliths up your nose. <laughs> You'd be like, what's that funky smell? <laughs> Why am I dreaming about tuna? <laughs> Back to the cheese melter. So what you do is you like cut up your chicken, you put it on that flat griddle, you cover it in Monterey Jack cheese, and then you take the bowl thing and you put okay, it on so top. It's and basically so a it dome, the heat. a metal dome with yes. a handle on it. And it traps the heat and makes the cheese melt faster. Otherwise, the heat is just escaping. Your meat is burning and the cheese isn't melting. So, so I tr- just hit my <laughs> mic again. I'm sorry. So true or false, it essentially is a dome yes. with a handle on it. Yes. That you just metal that you put over the top yes. to cover it, to keep the heat in, to, to melt, melt the, cheese. the cheese. Yes. Yeah. Why don't you just use the lid of a pot? It's the exact same thing. Because you can't do that. Because, Chris, if you have a pile of chicken with a pile of cheese, a lid of a pot will flatten it and the cheese will stick to the lid of the pot. I've never seen you need to melt cheese on something that was so... Bitch, you never watched me cook. Bountiful. Uh, Mountain-like. Anytime you've colossal ever size. a chicken taco with cheese... I've used the cheese melter. Anytime I've made a breakfast sandwich for you with cheese on it, I've used the cheese melter. Did you also use the egg frying pan? Yeah. I (laughs) used it this morning. With the stupid cartoon egg logo. cartoon egg. (laughs) The cartoon eyes looking in different directions. One's bigger than the other. The spatula looks exactly the same. The spatula is orange. I just hit the mic again. Jesus. The spatula is orange and it got the same egg dude on the top. I am surprised that you allowed that in this house. Listen, it's convenience. This house that from the person who wouldn't buy a soda stream except for the $200, $200 one. Soda stream. Matt Black. Surprised you didn't buy the $200 egg frying pan that was matte black. There's no such thing. Or I'm surprised you didn't have me spray paint it like I did yes, for my buy. tools for the drone factory. Yes, buy. Here, spray paint this fucking thing I use to cook my food with. Nah, buy. <laughs> okay. I want to play a quick round of would you rather and then we're going to go to bed. Okay. Um, do you want to take a minute to um, come up with a would you rather? It should be kitchen related, considering this podcast has been all about kitchen appliances. I'm really sorry for any of you who like signed up for photography, video, creative <laughs> life, like inspirational <laughs> podcast, because you're not getting any of that today. <laughs> but let's be honest. It's like every. Second episode, we apologize and have a disclaimer for not staying on topic. Yeah. Even though this whole podcast was never really advertised to be on brand for like photo video stuff. No. It's always kind of been. Well, it's kind of like creative life, but it's an extension of our, our YouTube channel. But Zany energy. Exactly. But here's the thing. And I'm I'm going to continue talking while you come up with a would you rather. But I'm uh, trying to listen to you talk. Oh, okay. Well, you can listen and then we can take a pause and then I'll cut it out. Just don't pause the recording button okay. so I don't have a third sync point to make fuck what was i saying stop it <laughs> oh they're charring char, they're, they're cheering in there's a want want oh you now you're hitting your mic sad trombone, oh, sad trombone. that was my sad stupid trombone. chin my chin hit it because oh. i got the mcdonald's mac at night oh my moon God. chin don't have the moon chin anyway mac at night. i don't know if any of you guys out there listening to this or watching us on youtube feel like this but this year has been fucking weird And I have been so disinterested in listening to any motivational, self-help, creative, like, podcasts or content. Like, I don't want to hear about how I can make my business better. I want, like... You who, like, doesn't even check the analytics and anything. And then feels bad for not checking the analytics because everybody else is checking the analytics. And maybe you should feel more, care more about your thing that you're running here. business. And you don't, but you don't check the analytics. Then you feel like you're a bad... YouTuber? Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I have been avoiding- Anyway, your whole mantra this entire time has been, don't care about the numbers, make content that's authentic to you, and that's all you should worry about? Yep. It is. Stick to your guns, Peckham. Thank you. So anyway, Stick I- Stick to your tuna fingers. But I, 
Tuna finger guns. <laughs> I I used to like listening to that stuff because I found it motivational. I can't listen to it anymore because I just makes you feel bad about yourself. Well, A, it makes me feel bad about myself, but B, this year has been so heavy that putting that like educational self-help, like it just feels like it's, I just can't, I just, I feel like I need something light that I need to laugh, that I need like an escape from like the day-to-day work doom and gloom. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, because I feel like that, I feel like maybe there are other people who feel like that. And so I just thought maybe let's make a podcast that something that's a little bit um, lighter and, and maybe funny and just like an easy listen because God, everything is just so heavy. So I just want this to be an easy listen for people. And there will be like obviously episodes where we want to deep dive and talk about, you know, something about photography. We have a lot of like topic ideas about like how much charge and things like that. And those will come. But like sometimes it's just nice to have a chat about kitchen appliances and shitty mini egg frying pans. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Right? Yeah. All right. Would you rather? Okay. Do you have one? I do. <laughs> okay. Do you have one? I do, but it's not kitchen related. Cannot be anything about fish fingers okay. and monoliths. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. It could be about monoliths. <laughs> but it can't be would you rather barf or look at a monolith because that's what you asked me earlier. Blanky just fell off your thingy. Okay. Okay. okay mm-hmm. Mine is would you rather cook supper or clean the dishes? Clean the dishes 100%. I hate cleaning the dishes. Well, then we're a good pair. Except for I'm we're always symbiotes. the one who ends up cooking and You're cleaning. The, the fungus, and I'm the algae. Yeah, that's right. We and are we make symbiotes. Up the lichen. Is yeah. that, that, wait, the, is that what makes up lichen? Wait, the lichen that gave you the dirty diarrhea that one time. Like the tour guide said, I could eat it. <laughs> so I you had it. the bog trot so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad, and then you faked your own death and frightened the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. We're gonna to link to that po- that vlog in the show notes. Okay. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Faked your own death. <laughs> you like fucking fell over in the in the hotel lobby and pretended to be dead, <laughs> but you filmed the whole thing and like winked at the. Ca- I was like, oh, so good. I was worried that. about you. Yeah, you're always worried about me. Because I am. You're... I am your number one biggest source of stress. Yes. Yeah, I'm your biggest source of joy and biggest source of stress simultaneously. You are. <laughs> But the joy is outweigh the stress, mm-hmm. maybe. 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 What's your would you rather? No monoliths. Okay, fine. Monoliths. Okay. Would you rather <laughs> okay. be forced to camp out on Poop Rock <laughs> Okay. in Newfoundland on the Kill Island trip? For those of you who don't know, Poop Rock is the second stranded destination in episode two of Cold Island where we got where we got fogged in and stuck on that rainy ass rock. Yeah. So the, the, the context is we- Chris took a poop on the rock and I looked at him and that's why we call it Poop Rock. That's the context of why we called it that name. But the context of why we're stranded there was we couldn't forge ahead because of poor visibility, bad weather. So we landed on this rock, fog came in and we were stuck there and we didn't know when the fog was going to lift. We woke up the next morning, it was still foggy, we couldn't leave. And oh yeah, also we had limited fuel and we had to hypermile it in the helicopter. But also Chris took a shit off the side of the cliff and I took the opportunity to look. I said, don't look at me. And And she specifically, she was like this, she was like... And now it's called poop rock. But I tried, what was it like? I was talking to Leela and she tried to like put, I sent her the coordinates and she tried to submit it to Google as a Maps, official as like destination. An official destination, but you needed like some specific, like a photo of it or something. So you we probably needed it. an address they could f- physically mail a conf- confirmation code probably, to. And then, yeah. yeah, that's how they usually verify businesses. <sighs> it's not a business. Anyway, it's a historical destination. Historic landmark. Yeah. So would you rather be stranded in that scenario where we are forced to stay with unknown timeline and poor weather and all the fear that encircled that. Okay. So it's not just, would you rather be stranded on poop rock for 24 hours? It's like going back to that. Yeah. Have that that scenario or voluntarily have to camp, heli camp next to the monolith. Nope. Fuck that. The monolith. You wouldn't go to the monolith on your own volition? No. I'd take poop rock. Because I've already done it. I know what to expect. But no, no, no. This is a new scenario where it could go to completely different the next time. Could be there for one day. Could be there for five days. Could be, it's If we're camping next to the monolith. Uh-huh. Fuck. Oh, I can't. <laughs> it's giving me a feeling. Oh, I hate it. Oh, my God. Chris, ew. <laughs> if we're camping next mm-hmm. to, the, to the monolith, uh-huh. it's in the desert, right? Yes. Like So with, with desert comes like... Dracula, no. Dracula. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't Transylvania, <laughs> Becky. What is We're that? not camping in Transylvania. What is the creature that sounds like Dracula and spatula? It's got long arm scorpion. <laughs> scorpion doesn't sound like Dracula or spatula. 
Well, scat, scat man, scat, <laughs> scat pan. So, okay. So we're talking like monolith, mm-hmm. scorpions, uh-huh. desert night. Yeah, but it's voluntary. It's like for fun. It's heli camping. You're doing it on your own. But there's nobody around. It's far out there. Yeah. It's remote. It's but remote like, camping. Is there, fu- are we missing fuel? No. But, okay. So we have if, food, fuel, shelter. But on Poop Rock, we had, besides fuel, nice we had weather. Fuel. Okay. So this is two different scenarios. It is. So, so it's you're painting the monolith situation as a very positive. Yeah, but you've got to camp next to the goddamn monolith. I'm honestly leaning towards Poop Rock. Really? I can't, the monolith, I can't even say the word. I'm actually cold inside, <laughs> like thinking about it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What would you do? The monolith. Fuck that. With good conditions? A cool landmark? Is it just you and me? Like, yes, Or is like just Austin Claiborne there? No, just you and me. Nobody else? Nobody else. Sometimes it just make, makes me feel a little more comfortable when there's like somebody else there. So wait, you'd be comfortable if it was... You, me, and Austin Claiborne, but you wouldn't be comfortable with just you and me? No, no, no. So, <laughs> so hear that, Austin? My wife is more comfortable with you around than me. No, no, no. That's not... Well, because, like, when we were on Poop Rock... Well, we me and Zoe said, are going to go off and camp on okay, our own monolith. listen, listen. When and we her were, fingers don't smell like tuna. When we were on Poop Rock, you motherfucker, ah. we said this would be a lot less scary if Austin and Zoe were here. We said it would be a lot so less... So Austin, Austin is a helicopter pilot who actually is from around the Arizona region and I don't know I know him from the internet internet anyway his girlfriend Zoe is is kind of like his co-pilot mm-hmm. same way Becky's my co-pilot yeah, but she's way better at being a co-pilot she does not get sick anyway um yeah we were talking about how it'd be a little bit more manageable if we had another pilot and people as companions yeah it's like just a little less scary when you there's feel like, like other people with you, you feel like the burden and stress can be divided amongst multiple people yeah and you have like Double the experience, like you and him. Yeah, you can bounce double. things off people in right. real time. Yeah. yeah. So that's and why you can I'm borrow asking. fuel if you need. <laughs> that's why I'm asking, is Austin there or is it just me? Because just, he- just you and me. Here's the thing. When you and I are camping together, mm-hmm. you sleep like a rock. So I'm the one who's like mm-hmm. on guard for, for spatulas. <laughs> Dracula. I'm picturing the egg Fish spatulas. Monolith. The, the egg spatula coming along the ground in desert <laughs> sand. Oh my god, that freaks me out. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, I'm picturing the monolith. No, no, no. Oh, that's the monolith sound. No, I hate it. <laughs> well, maybe the monolith, just because it's like. But it has to be proven that, like, oh, somebody put it there. As no, like, no, 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 no. It's all the mystery that swirls it. That's the decision. I don't think I'd sleep, and I actually feel like I'm going to barf thinking about it. it so which one? Which one? Final answer. Poop rock. Oh, crazy. You're nuts, man. You pick monolith. With no perceived threats, only imaginary? But, like, the perceived threats are, like... Running out of fuel? Okay. Fog? Ooh, fog. Bye. We grew up with fog. Bye. Inadvertent IMC? Dude, we're not... We're not... Go- Get their itis? No, because get their itis and IMC is not a factor. It it's is a no factor. factor. Potentially. It's no factor. If I decide I want to hop in that helicopter. Yeah, but you're not stupid. You wouldn't do that. You don't know that. Fish fingers. Well, listen, I really hope I do know that or I'm never, never getting in a helicopter with you again. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> anyway, I think we've beaten this one to death. All right. Let us know in the comments of, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, if you have any topic suggestions for us, what you want to hear us talk about. Um, if you're just listening, uh, hit us up on Twitter at Becky and Chris. Just publicly tweet us suggestions for the podcast because we're always looking for weird shit to talk about. I think like monoliths, like monoliths, poop rock, <laughs> spatulas, Draculas, and fish fingers, and scorpions. All of this, all of the things that are creepy in the night. It's like the one thing you remember from medical school is that scorpions can cause pancreatitis. Are <laughs> Fun you ser- fact: Are you serious? Scorpion stings. There's like a whole laundry list differential diagnosis, differential for pancreatitis and like scorpions is one of them. Jesus. Yeah. You know, I, I never realized how many, um, how least amount of how many, what's the word? How little amount of threats there were on the island of Newfoundland when we lived there. Now we got fucking ticks, mountain lions, cougars, (laughs) raccoons, all sorts of terrifying shit in the woods that can come get you. We had bears in Newfoundland. Bears and moose. Yeah, exactly. And before we go, um. Just going to comment on my tuxedo today. Uh, you're wearing. I've been wearing your pajamas. I know. For the last like two weeks. 
<laughs> I like come home, just put on your pajamas. I know, I love it. Because it's been, so uh, when I get home from work, I take off my scrubs that I wore at the hospital. I put them right in the laundry machine and do the laundry like a single, basically a single load. Mm-hmm. And then, so I really don't make any extra laundry every day, weekday. Yeah, because you're doing it every night. Right. But then on the weekends, if I wear like regular clothes, I'll just put that in the dirty hamper. Yeah. So it's been like three months <laughs> since I've actually done a full load of laundry. Mm-hmm as opposed to just daily loads. Yeah. And now I've got like a massive pile. All of my clothes that aren't my work clothes is now dirty. <laughs> so you're just stealing out of my pile. Yes. Uh, thank you again, road for hooking us up with these mics. Hopefully the podcast sounded okay, but we'll be editing it and we'll find out. Sounds good to the, the headphones. Yeah. It sounds it's fine, nice that so. we both can have headphones. I know. Oh my God. The, the setup we had before, for whatever reason, the way we set it up is it, it was, I could hear me in stereo, but then your mic, was going through the mono jack into the Zoom, and I could only hear you in one ear. That's so weird. And then only I could monitor the audio because of, yeah. it was a single device. Yeah, this is great. I love that this setup is way more comfortable. It's easier to maneuver. Sounds great. Love the little jobby. So we'll see how it all goes. And those built-in sound effects you are fantastic. You have a camera that's dead. Hopefully this one's still rolling. It is. Okay, let's okay. end it here. All right, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. Bye. Peace.